on this episode of Quantum Week, May 18th through 24th, 2008. Welcome to Quantum Week. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. Quantum Week is a show in which Chris and I leap into a random week of a random year and talk about movies and music and headline stories. Uh, we are continuing through May 2008 with Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull and Viva La Vida by Coldplay. Right. Any announcements before we go? Uh, you're hearing this on a Saturday. So yes, tonight, 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 tonight. If you're a patron, um, you can watch our, be part of our watch along for Face Off. Yep. Um, uh, you don't need to be at the $5 range. If you're just simply a dollar patron or more, um, we'll send you a link. Yep. And then at 7 p.m. Um, we'll go live. We'll go live and we'll watch Face Off together. We'll just ha- and have the chat open. And- yeah, and you can so you can watch Face Off with us free on uh, through Amazon Prime or Hulu. Uh, and we'll just give you like, oh, we're starting now. You just click the button and then we'll we'll do it together. And you can chat with us, talk about the movie, ask us questions, whatever, and we'll just bullshit for yeah. a couple hours. Yeah, the movie is, like I said, free on Amazon Prime. Is yeah, and, Hulu, and as well? Hulu as well. Yeah. Nice. So, um, right, and then just click play when we tell you to. And then... Um, chat with us super casual just whatever um yeah, and uh, have some fun we'll, we'll talk about the movie a little bit talk about some of the, the cast whatever um and um and just have some fun and just a random saturday on the the bye week between the the afc nfc championship game and the super bowl right a dead week i call it a dead week yeah nothing really happens too much um i think that's it in terms of uh sure. stuff so yes. indiana jones indiana jones and the kingdom of the crystal skull <laughs> not good this movie is Fucking trash. Well, this so I, movie is trash. C minus sucks. You think it's that bad? It's that bad. There's some shit. There's, it's mm. worse than a C minus. This movie is not good. I give it a C minus. <sighs> See, I can't really. I I didn't think I was going to be ar- the one that's arguing that this is better. I thought that you thought I, thought I, I like gonna, this. I, I, know, I, I just thought this came, this crystal scolding really got me. <laughs> yes, I thought you like interdimensional aliens. Yeah, and then you just thousand year old in Harrison Ford. It's, it's, it's exciting adventure romp. Who took the? Who took that guy's head off? Who took that and stole it? Who did that? The skull, you mean? Yeah. I, I don't care at all. I, I, I want to know who decided it'd be a good idea to have a old man, not even middle-aged, okay. old man. Actually. 66-year-old man be Indiana Jones. My, I, how I remembered it was he was he was a lot old. I thought he actually did a little bit better. He didn't look as old as I, as well, I thought he was going to Because we know him now and he's 80. I know, I know, I know. But I, I guess I kind of... I don't know. At the time when I watched it, I was like, this looks like an old fucking People man. People make fun of the Irishman all the time, which, yes. is a, which is a very, which is a great movie. And you know, I don't, you don't like it. Fuck you. The Irishman is a great movie, yeah. but people do make fun of that scene. And I, I can't really defend it. It's when the kicking scene. Robert De Niro at the grocery store kicks the, and Robert De Niro is very old. It looks bad. It looks right. It's ridiculous. Really bad. And I am able to sustain the disbelief, but I can fully understand that someone couldn't. Indiana Jones and the kingdom of crystal skull is nothing but <laughs> The Robert De Niro kicking the grocer. It's <laughs> all this movie is. The entire time. The entire time. So the first instance you get it is the only time he uses his whip. And you know he has to use his whip just as like it's a little so throwback. Bad. But he, he whips it so slow. It's so it's sad. Like, yeah. And it like whoosh, it comes out of nowhere. He he's it's like he can't even make the motion. The only it's thing, like he's got a, some sort of fucking rotator cuff injury. The only thing slower than his whip is the car chases. For oh, some God. reason, all the cars go five miles an hour. They really do. I've never seen a movie that had slower car yes, chase. It's very it is, slow. It is wild. It is wild. It, 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 it's literally like an old man is driving the car. This <laughs> is like, what are we doing here? I know. This Parallel is a, roads. This is a terrible movie it's, that destroys, destroys a legacy. Oof. You can never watch those first three 
exactly the same way. No, you can't. Because this is no. always there. It's like eating a really like rotten piece of food. Yeah, because this is the end. This is the last one. It's how it ends well, up. There's really. no rebound. Might, might oh, I know. One. Well, that's only going to kill it worse. It's, it's still in development hell. There's supposed to be a fifth one. James Mangold is uh, right now. Spielberg dropped out. Mangold is, is supposed to direct. They're working on a script, but they have not yet completed the script. This movie has been in development hell almost as long as this fourth one has. Yeah. yeah it's um, a long, I mean, it's years. 12, 13 years now. Yeah. Um, since the, since that one came out. That's so point. I don't know if we're ever going to see that movie. I mean, it, I can't, he might I can't, be 79. Actually. I can't believe we saw this movie. I know I didn't at the time. I was like, what the fuck? What, what are they what doing? Is this? He's too fucking old. There are so many problems. So this movie starts off with a ridiculously stupid scene and people have mocked. I know since then, you know, nuking the fridge became a thing. Oh my God. He, uh, I mean, what, what, what is happening? So he gets thrown a good half mile. The fucking fridge goes end over end over end over end, and he fucking survives that. And also, does he get radiation poisoning? It doesn't get radiation poisoning. Oh, he does oh, get out of the fridge. Oh no! Didn't you know radiation just fucking dissipates the moment you know right after the fucking fucking bomb goes off? It just dissipates. It, it's so bizarre. So both Spielberg and Lucas both accepted blame for this. They Sp- should. Spielberg said, "Hey, it's my idea. Everyone I know gives George shit for it, but it's actually my thing." And George Lucas said, "No, no, no. Actually, it's my thing." I did some research. Get this. Yeah. And Lucas says it was a 50, 50 shot. Someone could survive that. Fuck. No. What do you mean? What, do you, what research did they put a somebody 50, in a fridge, 50? a 1958 fridge and shoot them? Like what? How many hundreds of feet? No, it was longer than that. He shot it straight out of the town. Did you watch Punky Brewster? Yes, I did. Remember the episode where Cherry gets locked in the fridge? <laughs> yes, I do. She's in the fridge for like 30 seconds. And Traumatic. She can't breathe. Traumatic. So fucked up. Yeah. I was, was terrified of fridges <laughs> like a year after that. that. <laughs> if I ever saw a fridge, it's like, I'd run away. Um, sucked. <laughs> fridges became a thing. <laughs> yes. But like, you there really isn't any air in those things and no plus, and you think if he's the whole point of it being lighting cases that the nuclear bomb can't so how is he breathing there, you're right it has no air to get inside thus no radiation thus cherry almost died and then of course they had to show us a little inscription lead line so that we yeah. fucking oh, knew oh, i was like thank you yes yeah whatever fuck you how is this movie a c minus to you now you're this, ta- you're this, talking me down oh, oh it gets, it gets worse. I, was, I don't know why i was getting forgiven i think it's because, because you like indiana jones you know i think that's part of it yeah. and also because oh he doesn't look as old as i remember him well, looking look as old as you know him now that's probably what it is his hand soul when he's a million years old that's that's got to be what it is. I was like, oh, he's actually, he's actually not as he's not as old as I thought. Like he doesn't look Jurassic that terrible. Star Wars. That movie was so old; they had dead people in it. <laughs> no. You had fucking Carrie Fisher in it for like nine oh. movies after she died. I know. Jesus Christ, <laughs> he's fucking. I don't know why. You know, I, I know we do a nostalgia podcast, so I shouldn't be like, you know, our fucking generation with this shit. Sometimes oh. it's a little too much. It's almost worse than the boomer generation now. It's kind of getting there because we've got so much we're, more media we're now. We're worse with nostalgia. I think we are. We are worse with our like cherished darlings. Like, yeah. We, you know, our star, our figures. And I, I'm the same way. I'm, I, and we do a show. I, I, I get it. I'm just as bad, if not worse than most. It's going to be Z with the fucking Marvel shit though, too. They're going to, they're going to have that same nostalgia 20 years from now. It, maybe they'll have the rejected and they'll reject maybe. the idea of nostalgia. But like boomers are, have nostalgia about themselves. They're very selfish. We have yeah. nostalgia about our things and yeah. our movies and our characters. And we go, we, I know we both grew up with Indiana Jones. I think yeah. more, you were more of an indie fan than I was. I really liked Indiana Jones. Uh, yeah. I loved them too, but I shouldn't say it. I liked him a lot too. You yeah. think you really loved him. Yeah. Um, and, but even so, it's just hard to watch this movie and see him like this. And also just to see a bad, Oh, this is a bad movie. There's a lot of bad shit. There's a lot of bad shit. Um, Kate Blanchett has a terrible accent. It's stupid. It's bad. Like, what the fuck? She's so, she, 
I, I just like, why? So here's how... Here's and how, I li- like, I have a lot of respect. I really like her. She's a great actress. Yeah. Here's how they would defend it. And I understand why she'd take the part, too. So Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. Steven oh. Spielberg, you need to take it. But she's still kind of in her prime. She's late 30s here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, it'd be, like, I mean, I don't know. She's so good in The Aviator, if you want to see a good Kate mm-hmm. Blanchett performance. But um, don't see this. Actually, don't see this at all. Uh, but um, what, here's how they would defend it. Okay. So the whole thing is these were basically bait... Not basically, but they were... Um, based on the serials from like the 40s and 50s. Yes. You know? Yeah. And that's how Indiana Jones, the first three, have this like fun, rompish energy because sometimes it would go a little ridiculous, right? Oh, definitely, yeah. It would go almost like cartoonish. But not so bad. I mean, yes, yes. Right. It was like a little, like a little that. But yeah. but basically it had this like fun uh, energy of, uh, and just wall-to-wall action that the serials had that uh, Lucas and Spielberg kind of grew up with. Yep. Um. So they would say, well, these are kind of the characters you'd see in these serials or characters like the Kate Banchette. But if that's the case, then you can't have all the CGI. No. Then you can't have these re- ridiculous stunts. You know, where it, beca- it, it transcends serial. No serial has three waterfalls in a row. That, that was the one. It's like, okay, you know what we did in, in, the, uh, in the second film? We did a boat out of a plane onto a hill into water. Which is like cliff mocking, into water. That's, Which, that's satire. It is, it is, it is. This so wasn't satire. We need to one-up this motherfucker yes. with the three falls. That's in Brazil, by the way. They, they said it was Argentina, but that's bullshit. I know that. I know those falls. I know them well. Well, I guess so, because a lot of them were CGI. So the problem was they didn't... Oh, they, I know they didn't. They shot right. this whole movie in America. Exactly, yeah. Part of it being Hawaii. Yeah. But they shot all that jungle stuff in Hawaii, and then they green screen it. And the green <laughs> so screen is did. terrible. It's bad. It's, you know, this came out... The, this, the movie we just covered was Iron Man. Oh, I don't, it looks so much better. Up, amazing. Those effects hold up today. And Lucas has an effects company. Dude, that, okay, I'm going to say it right now. ILM sucks. They really do. ILM they're, is they're trash. Bad. They're bad. We, we shit on them for Willow, yep. rightfully so. It looks like shit. This is somehow worse because it's more modern. Yeah, it's you know, bad. like yeah. it, The Star Wars movies, the last, the middle three, whatever, those look like shit. They don't look good. Look at cartoons. You know, Lucas bragged every second of those three fucking prequels, those trash pre- prequels, every second of them has CGI element in them. Oh, like, oh, well, wh- why would you brag about that? Yeah, f- so fucking watch a computer. I watch Be a more creative video game. asshole. He, he's the worst. This movie. I'm not a big Lucas oh, guy. Yeah, I'm not so a big bad, Lucas guy. Dude. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm, I'm getting Lucas, angry yeah. thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this movie, you know, Battlefield Earth didn't anger me. Cause it's just, no, because you knew it was bad. It was well, terrible. Bad. Yeah. It's like it doesn't have any like meaning. Well, it's this not has a, like Indiana Jones. We grew up with him. That's true. And Lucas is super pretentious too. Oh, he's yes, he is. Yeah, so it's like fuck you, super well, so is Spielberg. So this came he out. He is after. too. I know, but he he creates a lot better art than Lucas does. I agree with that. Yeah, Shia. Of course he does. Shia LaBeouf, uh, who has his own problems, obviously uh, <laughs> many of them. Um, but he had a moment of clarity uh, after this movie was done. He did an interview from Vanity Fair and yeah. said, uh, "No, like this didn't. This basically, this didn't do what we were intending it to do. Like, this movie didn't work as co- it didn't." satiate the audience i think was was his terminology as well as it should have like it didn't yeah. quite do it do yep. what it was supposed to do yep yep spielberg was fucking pissed oh really uh harrison ford like i mean call like called him on the phone and called him like an asshole harrison ford yeah. come on and then spielberg uh later did an interview a year later about this yeah uh, i say scandal but about this what kerfuffle if you will sure uh about this argument and said that um I, I, uh, i'm sorry uh shayla buff did an interview later on about this i guess spielberg called him up and told him I understand you might feel that way, but sometimes you just got to sell cars. Oh, that that's shitty. That's shitty. Fuck you. You're a billionaire. Fuck you. Yeah. 
And oh. it's, it's just like, you know, God forbid you're honest about the art you just yeah, created. Yeah, sometimes you miss, This dude. movie sucks, dude. dude. you shouldn't have it, even it, done this in the first place. He's no. too old. It's a money grab. It's a fucking money grab. And it's, it worked. It, you know, and you think about what are the, some of the worst, you know, sequels we've seen. You know, Rocky V. Rocky V is yeah, atrocious it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a movie. Rocky V is worse than this. Not by much. Uh, no, it's, a, it's worse. It's worse, yeah, not it's, by it's much. Um, Godfather 3, which is a better movie than this, but in my opinion, more of a, a slight because I care about the Godfather movies more than I care about Indiana Jones. Yeah. But Godfather Three is not a not a it's not a good movie, right? It's maybe an adequate one, but uh, it's but it's a bigger stain for me. But I put this right there with him. This is right there in that like that Hall of Fame of shit sequels that ruin legacies. I mean, I guess I I don't understand. Like you have so much. That the problem is at this point for Spielberg, it's legacy. Like you have done some of the best movies ever made. Lucas too, and. Yeah, but he no he he did the Star Wars trilogy. What and else did he fucking okay? And Indy. yeah, but he did he produced those. I don't. I mean, you I give know, him, but he has story by credits. He has he has writing credits. I mean, okay, let's just let's just say fine. A, I'll give fine, him that. Fine. But let's give let's just stick with Spielberg though. He's really an artist. Oh, of course, he's one. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Monsters. He's an he's, he's an artist. Director. So at this point, you need to be thinking about your legacy. Why would you ever do movies like this? Who who cares about the money at this point? You have so much fucking money well, and Lucas. status. Why well, either, yeah, but I. But why I, would either of them do that? Why, and honestly, oh, because Lucas has been a sellout since day one with the fucking you well, know Star Wars um, pajamas yeah, right, and yeah. and all that shit. Yeah, He's right. more of that than yeah, and, Spielberg. You know, Spielberg famously didn't do Jaws too. Right, right. You no, know, and Roy Scheider came back for that. Lorraine, everyone came. Lorraine Gary came back. Everyone came back for that. But him, right. even the fucking mayor came back for him. He was smart not to. So he had more balls when he was a fucking it, kid. He had more balls when he was an artist. Jesus and Christ! Look at his career after. So he, this is. I was thinking to myself, is this the worst Spielberg we've ever seen? So I, I, I'm like that crazy uh, site, the Letterboxd, the app. Thing, oh, that the one, yes. It's yep. so great. So it, it does it by director. And uh-huh. um, I've never seen, I've seen more movies by Steven Spielberg than any other director, which makes sense. Yeah, you know, yeah, he's been around been our around entire forever, life. Yeah. You know, I'm, my entire life. And right. um, I think it was like 19 now that I've seen of his. Uh, and this is, this is the worst, and War of the Worlds was worse. Well, I mean, Probably. this was worse. War of the Worlds was my previous worst. This, this is, is the, worse? the new worst, if I can speak. Yes. That one's... I don't know. I haven't seen that for a while. That that's one, not great. That's not good. It's a bad, bad, bad movie. Yeah. But that doesn't like take a big, you know... Oh, a jump on your childhood. On, on our childhood. I mean, <laughs> right. like... What? I... You're right. You're exactly right. Why Why did Harrison Ford do this? It's embarrassing for him. He has to have so much fucking money, too. I don't get it. Maybe maybe he's like, maybe he's in the situation where I'm getting old. I want to feel young again, and this will this will do it for me. I don't know. I want to be a star again. Even Connery was like, eh, no thanks. Exactly. I know. Now, move. he had already retired, and that was that was the thing. That was the line everyone gave. Uh, Spielberg and Lucas like, well, Sean's retired. He's had not come. Connery said, no, that's not it. The part that was written was terrible. It was very small. It was weird. Yeah. Like the movie's better off without me. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, and they pissed off, uh, was it Jonathan Reese Myers, too? Uh, Jonathan Reese Myers is the kid from Match. Uh, uh, yeah, Match. match right. uh, who's the, uh, the fat guy from the first couple movies? The, the guy's in sliders. Yeah, I know who you mean. I, the, with the beard. Yeah, I can't remember. Guy, his, yeah, I think he might. It's Reese something is his last name. Yes. It's Rice something. Or yes. whatever. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he, they want him to be in it, but only in the wedding scene at the end. He's like, fuck you. What do you mean? I'm not going to fly there to do Why that shit. Why do have him be in it? He's good. He's yeah, he fun. is good. He is. Oh, dude, there's so much. This um, thing is, no one's having fun in this movie either. Why is John Hurt in this movie? He's basically why? a mute He's a, for like a an hour and 45 and, minutes and then finally says like two lines at the end. Why have him in there? Why pay him? Why? Why? The John Hurt thing is bizarre. The character is almost like, it's almost mocking senility. Yeah, it is. Because I mean, I, I know he's whatever an alien is in brain is brain, whatever the fucking thing is, but that's what they're doing. They're showing, 
I think the other reason you have that character in there too is to make Harrison look younger. If you have a doddering yeah, old see man, that. I can see that. Although you know, Andy does say he went to school together, and in real life, Hurt and Harrison Ford are not that far <laughs> apart in age. Right, that's right. But well, Hurt's dead now. <laughs> right. But uh, but yeah, I think it's I think it's done to show that Andy's not the oldest. I guess yeah. I guess yeah. Jesus Christ. Meanwhile, this guy, this doddering old man who has major senile issues or major alien issues in his brain, survives three waterfalls. <laughs> Car accident after car accident. He's Fire driving, me. I think, at one point. Maybe not, but he's going from car to car, car to, to car. car. It's, it's, a, it's just like, it's, at some point, it's not, I get what you're doing. Like, oh, it's a, no, it's a serial. You, can, you can't, no, it doesn't excuse everything. Yeah. You have to have some reality. It has to have some sort of leg is there, or else the action scenes don't mean anything. You, yes. If you kill a million people, that has a lot less, you know, and it doesn't have any meaning. One death can mean so much more. Of course. And it's like that with these. You know, if you have one really good action sequence, it can have so much more impact than having the whole thing. And be. Spielberg knows who is saving Private Ryan. Oh, shit. Saving Private Ryan has, I know, a couple of different skirmishes, but, you know, has very It's most of the it, beginning. It, right. And yeah. most of it is the guys walking around. Right. But that one sequence, especially in the beginning, is, is so traumatic. Really now, traumatic. I'm not trying to compare D Day to Indiana Jones. No, of course I'm not. Just trying to show. But he knows. He knows. He's an artist. He fucking gets this. Right. Yeah. And he gets pacing and he gets. It just felt like everyone, everything except for except for uh, Karen uh, Karen Allen. Yep. Every single person in this movie is in it for the, is not having any fun. They all seem like they just like they're waiting for the check to clear. They're going through the motions. Even Ray Winstone, like he's having so much more fun in Departed than he is in this. That's that. Uh, he's what does he play? Mac, the or triple whatever? agent, whatever. The Jesus fucking Christ, thing, whatever. Like the worst dialogue in the entire film happens between him and Indy. Like right in the beginning, he's, he says, uh, "Indy says, why Mac." After all these years we spent spying on the Reds, and then Max says, I'm a capitalist. It's like, what the yeah. fuck is this bullshit? Um, why is it that it, it, like nine times this happens? They get caught, they get released, they get out. They get caught, they get out. They get caught, they get out. Like, seriously, that happens over. And the whole movie the whole is them movie. getting caught and then them getting out over and over. It's like, oh, they're going to get caught again. Oh, they're going to get out again. Oh, they're going to get caught again. It's like, it's fucking boring. That's well, fucking it, boring. It's because they never plot. The plot was basically return this alien crystal. <laughs> yes, they did. Right. You know, but uh, but how you get there is like that journey didn't really have a, a real thing. The only problem too is they weren't filming on location. They're filming in America, so uh, they can't really because the cool part, a lot of the indie stuff was was filmed all over the world. Oh yeah, so you got to see really cool places, Temple of Doom, beautiful, or like uh, Last Crusade, Last Crusade shots. beautiful. Yeah, I mean, just really incredible stuff. And you're like, oh, this is. Kind of, it's kind of like you're on the adventure with them. Yes. But when you're kind of stuck in a jungle in Hawaii, you're trying to make it look like something else. Yeah, yeah you kind of locked in there. Now, maybe what they should have done was maybe explore like that Mayan stuff more. That would have been cool. And maybe explore that world. But then they introduce like all of these like uh, natives very quickly. And they don't even explain them either. All, in, in, how are they alive? In the they live in the walls? The walls and then the grave. So it happened twice, right? So it happened in that, that grave site yes. that they go and they right. find the skull in. And there's all these like natives. I think they're in skeleton painting or yes. something that come out of the walls. And then the same guys are in the fucking Mayan temple too. Right. Who are these fucking people? And then, and then they just, and somehow the, uh, the Russians kill all of them. It, yes. They machine like the, got them. them all down. I, in the other movies, they explain who these people, people are. Yes. Like you'll see, you know, in temple of doom is a good example. There's a cult. So you see all these cultists there. They're under this fucking whatever dream spell or whatever. Now, but, but we know who they are and where, and where they came from. They were, they, they lived in the castle. They lived in, in the, in the just kingdom. Lazy screenwriting. Terrible screenwriting. So who are these fucking people? Did you, did you see this in the theaters? No, I didn't. Because I was like, he's like yeah, I was 65. Same way. I'm like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Um, but people did. And people like 
it's a little bit like Rodrigo gave it three and a half stars. Oh my god, that was what a bad uh, people move. just love Indiana Jones. I think they wanted they wanted this to be good so badly. In fact, I remember the first weekend it came out, it got some decent buzz. But then after it was out for a while, people were like, uh, actually this movie sucks. And now it's sustained. You know, yeah. now it's yeah, yeah. you know, it's it's Ebert missed this one bad. He's usually better than people this. People really wanted this to work. Yeah. Um so then you have the Shia LaBeouf thing. So Shia LaBeouf uh is terrible in this movie. He does not look like he's, ha- he's probably the person who looks like he's having the least amount of fun. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He feels it's like, oh God, this is what uh, am I doing? Yeah. What and he signed this? on. He never even looked at the script. He just signed on to do well, it. Yeah. Harrison Ford's Indiana Jones. Spielberg. I mean, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. I get it. Right. Um, but he, uh, he doesn't look like or act like a greaser in the fifties. No. He's not like Fonzie at all or anything like that. No. Um, it, it's, he seems wildly out of place. And the movie ends with him like literally holding Indiana Jones hat at the end. And it's like, right. oh, we're going to see him. And then obviously Shia LaBeouf then, you know, after the Transformers and this movie and everything, he then shifted gears. He did a lot of like more art, artistic yeah, films. Yeah. And then uh, he just got me to basically to death uh, <laughs> this, this past couple months. Yeah. In fact, a month ago, his own agent uh, said, no, Shia needs help. God damn and it. then he did, I guess, go into a six month program, I believe for, um, like uh was he a dick is he got addiction problems uh is that i think he also beat up his girlfriend quite a bit so he he has some real weird stuff um there's been a lot of (sighs) accusations flying around it's it's literally happening like in uh the last like month or two because he's supposed to do a movie a romantic no i'm sorry supposed to do i'm sorry olivia wilde directing movie that he was casting and Mm -hmm. they fired him yeah uh because of all these these new allegations that came out and a lot of weird stuff so like what like what do you make this like what do you make this new movie about like if you do this fifth movie, like you right? Because you, you can't, can't have, have him. him. No, 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 that's no, done. So he's done. He's off somewhere. Like, yeah, whatever. I, don't you think, I, I, I really don't know if he can work again. Like he's yeah. really fucked up. Yeah. Um. I don't know what they do. I mean, you've already done Aliens now. So do we right. go back to the occult? Like Dracula? Let's do Dracula. Right. Uh, Let's do the Wolfman. When you introduce, like, I know obviously you know the other movies had some crazy stuff, like someone ripping a heart out and stuff. But it was in. It wasn't. It was in the. I don't know, it just maybe I felt better about it too. It was like the cup of Christ, the cup of Christ stuff. I was okay with it or the Ark of the covenant. I was more okay with it. It it also kind of leads up to a better, this just felt so shoehorned in. Yeah. They really wanted to have these aliens in there. So about seven guys go, go and take over area 51. Like how that fucking happened. They go there, they shoot the guards. And then they're in and they just take over this entire air base. Like at that time, it's not even an air base. Also on top of it, it's a place where they're doing high-level nuclear bombs. There's like three people at the gate. You don't want anyone. There's no getting, fence. You don't want anyone to get their, your plans. These nuclear bombs, right? Like this, I'm guessing it's really or get killed. You don't want people just going on a camping expedition. No, you fence off that entire fucking I mean, I area. Guess it was fenced off in theory, but, but not really. Like it was, it was. It was the easiest security checkpoint I've ever seen. It's like the Canadian border. Really, it's it's a really depressing, bad movie. Um. I, I really hate this movie. I hate this movie more than almost every movie we covered. This is not going to make my bottom five. You're making me hate it. I hate this. You're making me hate it. Because um, now I'm thinking about the monkey scene, too. And they're fucking... How does he catch the up? The worst how scene in the movie. does he catch up to the speeding vehicle? Maybe, maybe, you're right. Maybe they're just going really slow. He's swinging. Well, they, you got Shayla Booth. They, they all drive two miles an hour. Swinging on vines? Vines? Where he's fucking Tarzan. Yes. And he catches up with speeding vehicles. Number one, he, he would fall to his death. Number right. two, there's no fucking way you can swing faster than cars. What the hell is that? On top of that, let's say you could. He's he's doing all this with about a hundred monkeys around him. Oh, they're all they're all having fun with him. It's like his monkey horde. What the and, fuck? And then the monkeys attack the bad guys because they know they're sentient. They understand who the bad guys are in this movie. This is a great example of 
uh, just because you have the ability to do something doesn't mean you should. So just because <laughs> right. you have the ability to do CGI, a hundred monkeys, Ugh. doesn't mean you need to have a hundred monkeys in your fucking movie. You know, Spielberg really, I, I know he's an old man now and like it's elder abuse at some point to like keep shitting on him and Harrison Ford and stuff. But like <laughs> at some point you just put, uh, Scorsese can still do it. Like I think The Irishman is great. I know people, I think it's still, At least it's a movie. I think it's great. Yeah. It's a great movie. It's very powerful. There's a lot of amazing stuff about aging. In my opinion, Scorsese still has his fastball. Um, and remember, he's older than Spielberg. Too. He's eighty something. I think so. Is he? Yeah. Uh, what, Clint Eastwood. Eastwood was Sully. Fucking ninety. I mean, Sully was what 80, 80 years old when he made Sully, right? Yeah. Or even older than that. I mean, yeah. like you know, he still has you know he's when he was he made Million Dollar Baby when he was younger when he was older than Spielberg is when he made this. <laughs> right. Uh, but some guys lose it earlier, and I just think Spielberg was so so of his time. Maybe he was so iconic of that seventies and eighties, and then obviously could he, like, be he shifted gears in nineties and did. Schindler's List and Sam and Pat Ryan, um, but uh, but even in the 2000s, he did Munich, and I like Minority Minority Party. I know you probably don't like, I don't like this Minority one, but I, I do. Like that one. I, I, right, but still, but, but even then, you're talking early that so early 2000s. After like 2000, was it seven? He just loses it. Yeah, he just and he hasn't gotten it back. I think the Terminal is a better movie than people give it credit for. It's not bad. Uh, obviously, he did Catch Me If You Can too, right? That's true. That, that was like two thousand three, right? Mid, right? Yeah. Early uh, Terminal so. was a little later, right? Uh, and that, yes. And that, but it's not good. It's not a great movie. It's a movie. I just no. It's I, interesting. I like the premise. Yeah, so inter- uh, I'm a sucker for it. Um, but um, yeah. He he just doesn't. He did, and this is this is his worst movie I've ever seen him do. This is an awful, horrible movie that r- really helps ruin something he helped create, which is which is a impressive troll job in yourself. It really is. Yeah. You just it, yeah. At this point, you're just shooting your legacy in the foot. What do you think about when you're watching the dailies? And there's no CGI. You have the green screen, obviously, and you just have Shia LaBeouf swinging on a vine. And then you're just like CGI. Like when you're watching that, you're thinking, oh, this is a good movie. I don't. Like, I, like what is he thinking when he sees Harrison Ford fly through the air in a fridge? Do you think it's funny? <laughs> I mean, like, is, he, is he laughing? That's like the worst. That's the worst. So the car scene where you got, you know, Shia straddling two cars and being swashbuckly, like, Okay, but you could sort of see see that kind of like the uh, the the cart scene um, as Indiana Jones going through, right? Kind of a little bit, so you can sort of forgive. So that. let's ruin that too. But you can sort of forgive it a little bit. I, I mean, it's not great. There's too much happen. It's not great, and they're going too slow. And it made and me annoyed. It made me, it made me wish I was watching the cart scene. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It, but I can sort of forget the but the fridge scene is unforgivable. That is unforgivable. That guy, the monkey he, scene's unforgivable. The monkey scene's unforgivable. The fridge scene is unforgivable. That guy's. Indy's brain would have been scrambled in his skull doing that. He would have been so dead. So dead. You know, the waterfalls are unforgivable. Those are unforgivable too. And they all just like pop out of the water like, oh, uh, but like what? It's like a crazy, like a, like water slide ride. So the big, the big one's the one from, uh, from Brazil. And so it's this like horseshoe shaped one. And I mean, it's beautiful falls. So they, they, they go down that and they leave the boat. They're fucking dying. They're fucking dying. They don't even have the boat to protect them. The boat broke because it was such a long fall. They should have broken. You know, it's crazy. Harrison Ford did a better fall in 1992 at The Fugitive. <laughs> that fall is more believable <laughs> than this. It, it, you know what scene could have been great and they fucked it up with the CGI? What was it? The fire ant scene. Yeah, that was right. That could have been so awesome. So that's made in 1984. You see the fire ant rip someone's face. Yeah, apart. you do. And it probably is. It's a clay miniature. Yes. But you see someone's face get eaten up. It would have been wild, right? It would have been like, crazy. All the blood. It would have been really fun. It would have been like equivalent to like the face melting. Yeah, exactly. It would have been really fun. Um, but instead, it's all CGI'd, and what they do, they just drag the guy down the hole. I oh, know. how wacky is it's that? Like, why? Bunch of ants. So let's see this guy's face get eaten up by or the something. fucking fire ants. Give us something. 
And they, the fire eyes look so CGI. They didn't. They, they, they did. weren't scary at all. No. No. You know, I don't know, man. Like this movie sucks. It's and then really the end, like the payoff is this fucking interdimensional. So I know what. Oh, so fuck these aliens. I'm so tired of aliens. The pre- yeah, I'm with you. Are you? Are you? You love aliens. I do love aliens. You you probably got you get all excited and start alien in this. Not picture. in this one. No. Have you seen this before? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but a few years after it I, came I, out, because I, I, I really delayed it because I was like, Ooh. I did same thing. I, I didn't watch it by choice. I was at my sister's house and uh, my brother I felt had like it I had on. To. I had to watch it. I half watched it because I'm like, this is terrible. And then I kind of just like checked out. I had to watch it. This is the first time I actually sit down, sat down and watched it. I, I was, wasn't excited. I was aghast. I felt like it was one of those situations where I was like, I. It's on my list. I need to see. It. I, it's an indie. I got to see it. I just have to do it. I know. Well, I mean, it's. I. I get. I get it. So. So. What, so. What happens to all the aliens? You got all excited. I didn't get. What the fuck are you talk about? No, I did not get all excited. I mean, I think the. I know what they're going. I know what the inter, interdimensional um, space aliens thing is like. A. It's a typical ayahuasca trip. You see. You see interdimensional aliens. Like there's people who've made drawings and shit of all this. All so right. that, that's where that comes from. So I recognize the trope. But I wasn't excited. Well, they were trying to pay an homage to like the 1950s science fiction movies. Mm, which it is, was that and the Mayan influence. So it was really interdimensional. But ones. that's not what, if you ever watch those 50s movies, which I have, they're, that's not, they're not serials. They're actually played very dramatically straight. Yes. And almost like, ridiculous. if you watch like the old The Day the Earth Stood Still, yep. which was my dad's favorite movie as a kid, um, that is very, like those guys are like super serious. They did a remake of it. It's actually pretty lousy. Yeah. Uh, with Keanu Reeves. Whoa. I, I did see that one. Whoa. Dude. Dude. Whoa. Um, not a good actor, by the way. No, he's not. But I do like him. He's very likable. He's a terrible actor. He's not a good actor. He's terrible. Yeah. Uh, so you know they play it very. It's almost like it's almost like those bat the Batman TV shows. Very ridiculously serious. Yes. Indiana Jones is like a serial, so it's very like no one's taking it seriously. No. So it's not really an homage. It did, yes, you had an alien spaceship in a movie that takes place in 1957, but other than that, it has no bearing. To those alien science fiction movies of the fifties, it doesn't. It's that's a bullshit. Well, the aliens claim. don't even look like them. Spielberg it looks like Maya. And, and, Maya and Lucas know this better than anybody. They should know it. Yeah, yeah. They fucked this up. What? What do they intend this to be? You know that David Kep thing wrote. That guy wrote it again. We don't like him. David Kep. Yeah, he's the screenwriter. He's written a bunch of stupid shit. We don't like. Do you remember what things he's written? I'll look it up here. I'm, yeah. I'm all, he had something to do with the Batman movies too, but but it's it's bullshit. He. So he's he's. He's done Jurassic Park, which is a great movie. But I, I just wonder, like, how often he's involved with these. So here's what he's done that we don't like. Um, he did uh, Da Vinci. He did the Da Vinci Code. He directed Stir of Echoes, which is a fantastic horror movie with Kevin Bacon. Yeah, that was good. Really underrated. Check yeah. that out. He yeah. wrote Panic Room, which is the worst Fincher movie. I like Panic Room. He helped write Spider Man, the Sam Raimi first one, which is actually pretty good. That's that's a good one. Wrote War of the Worlds, which is awful, horrible. Yeah. Terror movie. He did Angels and Demons. Da Vinci I Code. did see it. It's shit. Um, he did Inferno. More Da Vinci Code. Didn't bullshit. see it because the first two were shit. Uh, he did. He wrote. He helped write the first Mission Impossible, which is actually pretty good. That one's a good one. Um, so he has some good stuff in here, and then he has other stuff. It's not. I was. I'm actually. I, I, I thought it was worse than. You it thought is. it was worse than. It yeah, was. it's not yeah. so bad. No, he's, he's, he. I, yeah, he's about half, fifty fifty. Yeah, if you got if you got rid of those fucking stupid um. He did the Inferno in the right. He wrote uh, and directed uh, Ghost Town, which is the Ricky Gervais movie. I don't know that one. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen it. Um, I haven't I, seen actually, a lot of Gervais stuff. He wrote uh, Zathora, Zathora. Right. We just talked about Zathora. Yeah, right? who's John Favreau directed it. Exactly. Yeah, and it didn't work. I didn't, it didn't see make it money. because it didn't, yeah, look, yeah. it didn't look good. Um, so maybe maybe give him kept bad name there then. It wasn't as bad as I thought. So he, Well, he's still 50-50. He still wrote some of the worst movies 
we've ever seen. Like Da Vinci Code is, is terrible. Well, he didn't write that. He wrote the sequels. Oh, he wrote. Oh, that's even worse. I mean, uh, yeah. those two are the, the Inferno is terrible. I haven't seen the third one, but I can only imagine that it's probably worse than that. Harrison Ford barely acted. You know, he was barely. Act- yeah, he he like, did a movie called Hollywood Homicide in 2003. Yeah. They did Firewall in 2006. So it took three years off. Firewall and was not good. Two years later does this. So he only did one movie in like five years before this one. Why is he choosing these movies? Why would you choose this? And then he goes in a run. Um, he's actually in uh, like uh, four, well, really three movies in 2013, for instance, uh, 42 paranoia and Ender's game. I've only seen 42. Ender's game is uh, pretty good. Actually. It's a, it's B. Give that a B, but 42 you know. is, uh, is a paint by numbers. You can get to Jackie Robinson. Yeah, movie. right. I he plays branch Ricky. Which is ridiculous. So, so Indiana, so he's plays Indiana Jones. Yeah. And five years later, plays Branch Ricky. I don't know why. Why does that? I don't. I don't know these. He's an old GM. He's an old man. Branch Ricky was the GM of the Dodgers. <laughs> okay. Was he really old at the time? He's kind of old, cigar smoking fat guy. He's a, a Branch Ricky. He's not Indiana Jones. No. You never seen a picture of them signing a contract? I don't remember. Maybe. Yes, he's very famous. Branch Ricky's very famous. Clearly. <sighs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't, that doesn't matter to me, Branch Ricky. Why, why, who, I don't care. You pissed me off yesterday. Well, nothing to do anything. You, we were in a chat, and Matt said he wanted uh, he wanted the Patriots to go get Ma- Matthew Stafford. I'm fine with it. Oh, yeah. How many downs of football did you watch this year? Zero. Okay. Then what gives you the right to say anything about anything? You have no idea. Oh, it's you called no opinion, idea. bitch. Uh, 30, he's 30, only 32 years old. He's you have still, no idea. He's still he, a top third of the league quarterback. A single football all I know down is Belichick. All, all I know is Belichick. All you know is nothing. You all I know is be- football. Dude, all I know is Belichick with a top third fucking quarterback takes. Top third? T- Stafford is. Yeah, still is. Maybe he was hurt this year or something. What? I don't know. He wasn't hurt at all. What you, how would he? He's a, he's a good quarterback. He's in the top? I think so. I think so. I think he can be. I think he, if he playing, if he's, he's playing, top 10 if he NFL. is, if he is playing in Belichick's system, he absolutely is. He will take that. They'll definitely go to the playoffs with Stafford. Absolutely. You think that he's Matthews is one of the top 10 NFL quarterbacks. That's I don't know what you're saying right now. You uh, don't know. I don't know this year. No, do you understand how like this is <laughs> Why are you so upset about this? Who gives a shit? Because you have no idea what you're talking about. Who gives a shit? I, I've seen Matthew Stafford play in the past though. He's only 32 I years old. I saw Bo Jackson play in the past. Doesn't mean I wanted to play right field. <laughs> it doesn't this doesn't fucking mean shit. Bo Jackson's not playing anymore. Matthew Stafford Matthew is. Matthew shouldn't be. He's been a good player for a long time. He hasn't been a good player in years. He plays for the fucking Lions with, with terrible coaches. Terrible, okay. terrible coaches. And now he's old. With Megatron, he was good. He's not old. He's Megatron. 32. You know how long ago that was? Yeah. Uh, Meg- Megatron, what did he retire? Three years ago. Uh, three or four, right? Three years ago. Three? Yeah. And he's, so he's, he's had, they've had, the Lions, <laughs> the last time you watched the Lions are one of the, football last the year? Lions, oh yeah. Yeah, I watched the whole entire year. Uh, the Patriots. Though. Yeah, of course. Yeah, right. The Lions are one of the most dysfunctional franchises in all of sports. They are Horrible. Uh, yeah, they're, 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 they haven't been good in my entire lifetime. Well, they've been. Uh, yeah, I guess. Well, I guess is how you want to quantify good. But yes, I would agree. Right? They've never ever won a playoff game, right? So I don't. I can't. They've never won a playoff ha, game, right? right? So I mean, fuck that. If he he's a good quarterback, he's in a bad situation. He's not he, good anymore. He's old. He's thirty two. He's not old. That's pretty old. Tom he, Brady he, is forty three. Fucking I think he missed old. ten years games old. last year with injury. Yeah, yeah. He needs to be in a better system. If he comes to where he get hurt. If he right? comes and plays, yeah. if he comes and plays okay. for the oh well, I like him better than some of the other options. I can't wait to see all the people on the internet uh, on, on the Twitter. internet on the internet. On the internet. Yeah, all right. Yeah, who uh, can easily name ten quarterbacks? It's going to be a long list. He's not. He's not nowhere near the top ten. It's a ridiculous claim. You he's, watch if he comes to the Patriots. They are going to the playoffs. That's happening. Okay, so you lose in the, the first round. It's like the Lions they're have done not gonna, a billion they're, times. They're not going to lose. They wouldn't lose in the first round. No, not no. with him as quarterback. Oh, okay. No, they need a decent. Well, you know, quarterback. you know, you've watched a lot of football this year. Okay, well, I've watched football in the past. Past, not this oh, okay. year. Right. <laughs> the past, right. 
It's just a ridiculous Up until claim. this year. So me, 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 me. What's that? <laughs> I was just mocking you. Me, 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 me. Who gives a fuck? Good argument, Matt. Thank you. Well, well, well said. Well, what are you saying? It's like I haven't watched football ever, so I didn't watch the games this year because they're fucking... You have no idea what happened this year. None. I don't care. Right, exactly. Then why, what gives you the idea of an opinion? You see how that would infuriate someone? The would? right to? I'm a human sentient being. I can have a fucking opinion. I've seen him play throughout right. his career. You can career. I guess you could, just right. like I could say, I didn't. You I can have an opinion. I have not. But they're all going to be shit. If you I don't know what you're talking about, I haven't seen Tom Brady throw any anything. Any haven't play, seen him play any down this year at <laughs> all. But I do know he's a good quarterback, and he. How know, would you know that? That he's a good quarterback. I knew that he would. What do you mean? He'll play next year, and he'll be a good quarterback. How, based on what? His entire fucking career. Same thing guys with get Stafford. old. Warren Spawn stopped being a good pitcher. It, it, guys get old. He Habits. never did. He never became a bad pitcher. Warren Spawn. Warren Spawn. Yeah, okay. And Phil well, Negro either. Okay. None of these well, tell it to the 1987. Jamie Moyer too. Yep. Fantastic. Tell it to 2013 Rockies. <laughs> Jamie Moyer isn't good. Uh, he's still good. Because these guys get old. They get old. they get old. Matthew Stafford's only 32. Matthew Stafford had a major injury last year. It hasn't really been the same since. But he's a top 10 quarterback. It's a strange, it's a strange boost. I said top third. And there's in, uh, how, how many teams in the NFL? Okay, it's 30. 33%. That'd be the top third. Matthew, Matthew Stafford's good. Yeah. <laughs> Is he bad? Where would you place him then? Uh, like probably between 16 and 20. 16 and 20. You think that really? There are that maybe, many quarterbacks are better? I'm probably being too high, honestly. He's probably in like probably between like 18 and 23, really, if I really think about it. Yeah. Probably, maybe even lower. Yeah. It's a ridiculous claim. It's, a, it's absolutely insane. Well, I'm glad you got all upset about it. Seems like you don't have a lot to do lately. No, I'm like worrying about my Matthew Stafford takes. You said a ridiculous thing that I just wanted to bring up. That was, that was insane. <laughs> I just wanted to. I just wanted to just bring Listen, up how insane. Pull the you internet are. and you let me know. Pull the internet about what? About this. You you just said the whole internet was going to uprise and yeah, come Matthew after me. Yeah, Matthew is a top ten quarterback. It's it's, it's a ridiculous. It's a ridiculous. It just it's just crazy to me that you would. Ha- like that you would like I, if i had never watched it down in football i wouldn't then have a football opinion i'd be like well i mean i sit this one out what the opinion that i would be fine with matthew stafford coming to the patriots because that would make them a playoff team yes that's an insane that would upgrade dude they have the worst they have the worst quarterback in the league this year uh worst uh, he's not good i mean they also don't have anybody receivers probably, probably. what do you have four touchdowns how many how many touchdowns do you have this year he had like single digit touchdowns. Yeah, he had single digits. Like that yeah, would upgrade. Terrible. They would get to the they would get to the fucking playoffs with Matthew Stafford. I'd be fine with that. Okay, you think they'd get past the Ravens with with Lamar Jackson, or they get past the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes, or the Bills with Josh Allen? They get past those teams. Probably the Bills, but not the uh, the Bills. The they get the past the Bills. I think so. Yeah, yeah. What was the Bills record this year? I don't remember. Oh, what are they? Twelve and four. Close. Yeah. What are they? Thirteen and three. Yeah, what are they? Thirteen and three. Whatever. Fucking stupid Bills. Because <laughs> they were bad like ten years ago, so they're still bad now. Is that how it works? <laughs> They've been bad for a long time. <laughs> when was the last time they won a fucking playoff game? Uh, this year. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Before before this <laughs> the year. You did, the year you before didn't, this didn't year. Exist in your before mind, this year. <laughs> right. It's been a long time. It has, but it happened. See how things can change. Just because. Yes, they can change. Right. Yes. Matthew Stafford could have a good year next year after being healed for okay. a year. Anything else in this fucking movie? I have more good news for you. What what good news do you have? Do you have like a maybe some sort of choose your own adventure news? Uh, I do. Uh, yep, but I wasn't going to get there right now. What do you want to talk about then? Uh, I, I, if I if I could talk and get it out, I would you, you I talk say, a lot. I, am, I, I should talk more. <laughs> uh, I have a Milk Dudley weather report. No shit. That's what I was trying to get to. Yes. Oh. Uh, so we are in May. Correct. Two thousand eight. <laughs> Correct. There you go. 
Yes. Yep. Matt's all chippy now. The last week of May. I criticize, I criticize his football take. Uh, <laughs> May 22nd to 23rd had snow as far as south as Arizona in May. That's crazy. Where Flagstaff received five inches. More than 100 tornadoes struck the central plains, followed by about 50 tornadoes in the upper Midwest on May 25th. Mm. Popcorn eating moviegoers were collectively wishing they had Matt's deadly corn allergy after watching the first three minutes of Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. Apt. I like that Good one. job, Milk. It's one of Milk's best. Uh, absolutely. I, I, I applied Milk Dudley for that one. Good job, Milk. Thank you. But we do have some Choose Your Adventure news. Yes. Which Matt jumped the gun on. Ah, uh, of sorts. Uh, it's a, a podcast I want to tell you guys about. Uh, they're our sponsor today. Right or Wrong Podcast. So it's writer. So W-R-I-T-E-R. Correct. Writer. Like I'm a writer. Yep. Um, writer Wrong Podcast. What it is, is a chapter-based fiction serial that invites the audience to participate in the craft of storytelling. So like, did you have the Choose Your own adventure books I as a kid. read so many of those. I, love those. I loved them. They're awesome. Love um, them. And then I would do them like I would just keep choosing the different, that was the fun. different one right. all the time. I would you know one book could last you, multi, you'd have ten stories out of it. Rich, this is a little different take. So yeah. what this does is um, it presents biweekly installments of exciting audio plays, reads spirited discussion with the bullpen of diverse co-hosts, and ultimately offers two prompts of plot continuation. Mm. Um, listeners can then vote online for what they feel is the strongest choice with the winning prompt guiding the stories for a direction. Uh, so it, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's, it's like, uh, it's like choose your adventures, uh, for adults, uh, and on with the, via podcast. Yeah. Uh, I, there was a couple episodes. Of this, I was super engaged. I thought it was really fun. Uh, you can find this uh, on any major, uh, podcast platform as well as writer wrong podcast.com. Once again, that's writer W R I T E R writer wrong podcast.com if you're looking for uh some really good fiction uh storytelling with kind of that fun twist uh i definitely recommend writer wrong podcast Viva La Vida, from the album Viva La Vida, by Coldplay. This is their fourth album, um, most successful song they've ever had. This album was huge, too. I think it sold 10 million copies. But it's their... So I don't really know their stuff too much from this point forward. I know their earlier stuff the most. Same boat. And this is by far their weakest album of those of like their first four. I agree again. Uh, so uh, Rush of Blood to the Head, I think, is one of the... Is a second, and Parachutes is the... So Parachutes, I think, is maybe... Parachutes first. Is first, and then, yeah. right, Rush of Blood yeah. to the Head. And those two albums are actually pretty good. Um, yeah. And this is their fourth album. And really, the songs on this album, the, the, I didn't like any of the songs on this album. I do like this song very much, though. They're only, to, they're only number one on the Hot 100. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. Was it, crazy? was it number one this week? Or no, the Rihanna song was number one this week. It was, yes. So this was just like... Yeah, I think it was climbing at this okay. point. But it also it hit a bunch of the other charts, too. Like I think I might have even found this on the alternative chart because it hit number one there. It hit number one a bunch of places. Yeah, and all over the world, too. So I, um, but I really do like this song, actually. I'm not, I'm, we'll talk about this a little bit more in a minute. I'm a little hot and cold. With, I'm, Coldplay is not my favorite. I have, there's some problems, but there's also some good, good parts of them. I'm, I'm always kind of a little bit lukewarm with them. But this song, this is a good song. So this, this is a good song. The, my issue with them now is, I mean, they're, what they are is they're the Pawtucket U2. The Pawtucket? 
They're minor. Yeah. You're triple A, you two. Or I would say you're kind of triple A Radiohead, kind of. No, so, no, to me. To me, it's you two. You think it's more you two? Um, yeah. These, these big rock anthems that blast through. It's, I, I hear you two heart. Yeah. So now in 2020 or 2021, if I want to hear that kind of music, that anthem rock, I'll just put on you two. Yeah. Like, I don't really have a need for Coldplay in my, in my life anymore. Uh, having said, though, in the moment, like, you know, during the early 2000s, like, like those albums Matt mentioned, Parachutes uh, and Rush Above the Head, I listened to a ton. The Scientist, I love that song. I listened to it a million times. Um, Yellow is a great song. Like, th- these are good songs. Um, but, you know, now I'm, I'm just going to put on Joshua Tree. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't, I, 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 I honestly, I, I hadn't listened back to Coldplay. And, uh, Me neither. Ex- while I was doing research, I'm like, oh, I haven't heard these songs in 10, 15 years. Yeah, it was early 2000s where I did because a girlfriend at the time liked them. We had like a mixed disc or whatever with a bunch of their Coldplay songs on it. They're and good. I really liked it. Yeah, they're good. I like them. I probably like them more than you do. Um, I think, so the problem that I have, so their music, I think is creative. I like that droney, repetitive thing. Is it creative? Thing. I, I think so. Yeah, because it, it's simple, but it's done in a way that's really appealing. It just sounds like a YouTube ripoff to me so hard. Like, I just like they they'll do they'll it's almost like a mantra they do they're they're doing like a very repetitive thing yes. so it's, it's almost what you two does yeah 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 they do the it's same it, thing you're right yeah you're you're I I think you're right with the U two because you got the edge with a lot of the echo and shit and the verb and yeah. he does very repetitive very easy guitar lines but they're super cool and he does a lot of cool effects and stuff and I just they're like very so much more and it's more like more like the piano version of U two because he'll he, yes. you know him yep. on the keyboard right. or something is a little bit more dominant so and I, I like think him you're right. on the keyboard. Me too. I like these guys. I just don't have, I just don't, I don't see where they fit in anymore. Well, I think this is, yeah, they, not, they did not a song, so much. They, actually, I am familiar with, they did a song, The Chainsmokers, that came out a couple years ago. Mm. That got some play. Um, and it's okay. It, it's fine. It's it's a good modern song. I mean, they might even play it on SNL. Um, it's a good, like, you know, yeah. more modern song. I mean, he, I think Chris Martin's super talented. I think he's I, talented, yeah. I think, and you mentioned their career. I don't know. Well, I, I think probably, I'm probably being harsh on them. I think they're musically creative. So they do simple stuff, but it's interesting. That's how I look at it. Yeah, it's better than most. I think so. Yeah. my And he has a good voice, and he's he emotive, does. and he's passionate. It's good. Yeah. My main issue normally with them is their lyrics. So, you know, those first couple albums that they did, that song, The Scientist, terrible lyrics. It like, doesn't have good lyrics. Really bad. Yeah. And it, it's sort of like if they would have done a... If, if they would have been really great... If he would have been a really great lyricist... Those music, that music yeah. at the time would have been I know. off the charts because I, I would have forgiven the sim, the simple nature of it. I'm I'm fine with the repetitive simple nature. Totally fine with it because he's got a great voice. If he would have just knocked the lyrics out of the park, I don't think you two is great lyrics either. And I you love you two. I don't think they have great lyrics. Sometimes they're sometimes they're good. They're better than Coldplay's. Definitely, but they're better than Coldplay. Period. But I, they're better than Coldplay's. But I don't think they're out of the bands I really like. You two has some of the worst lyrics. They're not. They're not bad. They're not bad. Coldplay's worse. But this song, the lyrics are good. They're good. They're I love interesting. it. So, so he's taking, do you know what he's, he's taking the perspective right. of Louis XVI. Yeah. So Louis XVI was the last king of France before the, the French Revolution in 1789. And what happened is, you know, um, people overflew the monarch, over, uh, overthrew the monarchy. Thank you. And, and Louis XVI was put in a, in a jail cell. He was quickly like taken through the court systems, found guilty and punished with death. They were going to, they cut off his head in a guillotine. So, He's got his death march. You know, he's, he's going to the guillotine to die and, and he turns to the crowd and he starts talking to them. He wants to address them one last time and they drown him out. They don't hear him. Um, and like the, the, I guess the, the executioner drums were playing and drowning him out. So no one knew what his last speech was. No one ever heard it. So, so this song is from the perspective of him marching towards his death, reflecting on his life and reflecting on like his kingdom being just taken apart. 
I mean, he's a monarch and I don't feel particularly sorry for him, but I can have a little bit of empathy for the situation sure. where, particularly if he wanted to be a good king, I don't know, but maybe he wanted to be a good king and he's seeing now that's all destroyed and he's got regret for, you know, for it. So Certainly a more interesting topic than most songs you hear. Yeah. And, and most be- way better than the other stuff that he talked like He'll yeah. sort of vaguely like yes. romantic things and they're just not really very in depth. They're very, like that science. So I have the scientists. Like this is. I do love this song now. I know. I mean, come I on, and take me back to the start or whatever. I mean, like if those, if that song is pretty, and it's a great vocal, yes. he does a great vocal yeah. performance there. The song is pretty. If he would have knocked those lyrics out of the I park, know. it would have been an amazing song. So, but then you have like Paul Simon. And that's like what I listen to. Like that's what I or like, I, or even yeah. like Cat Stevens or yeah, um, yeah. or uh, Elton John. You know, yeah, uh, you know, I know those are those are more interesting. I know. I just I have like it's almost like that's what, that's what they I fall just have short. high hopes for. I know for some of these bands that like you almost have it. You well, almost he, have. He's it. like that. You know, I look at Coldplay as like that five tool guy that comes out of the minors. Yeah, and like oh this guy's gonna be a hall of famer. Yeah, but he has like, a good career, and it's like JD Drew. Yeah, this guy had a nice career, but like you can't really ever really appreciate it because you wanted, you expected so much more. It had such high potential. Being pretty good, and it wouldn't have been that hard. Like for him to write good lyrics, it just would have taken a little bit more time. You know, we run into this all the time in shows. Like if you just sat down for like an extra, you know, couple days and just wrote it out a little better, you'd have a you'd have a much more interesting song but then again we're also talking about number one songs maybe lyrics aren't that fucking important i guess not yeah i know people just want to be able to sing along to it i actually think that i think that the syllables are more important yeah i agree to you know be, the timing of it too the time yeah. right the timing and his timing in this is really nice like if you if you you should read you know all you out there listen to the song read the lyric they're really good and his timing on how he on how he sort of places things is, is really neat too like he they they do a really good job he does a really great job on this one it just but sounds like not. every other U2 song to me. Well, this one's, a, and I really like this one too. It's a little bit more innovative. You, normally when they're writing, it's it's some sort of repetitive guitar line or repetitive piano line, like the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do piano line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where this is like a string section. There's no drums. It's it's a, it's the the drummer is playing, uh, he's playing um, a bass drum that's been turned on a side with a mallet, like, or he's playing a timpani and a bell like this, this like almost like Liberty bell looking thing. Uh, that that's it. This entire song, there's hmm. no kit. There's no hardware. There's no, there's no drum kit. It's, it's a neat, it's a neat yeah, thing. And when you, and when yeah. you watch it live, it's cool too. Like you can, there's a bunch of footage of them playing it, uh, uh, playing the song in a you know, bunch of different places. And it's cool because you've got the, um, the guitar playing, playing the keyboard line, playing the string line. Um, and you've got, and sometimes, uh, Chris Martin will play some keyboards too. And the drummer's standing out front with just this bass drum on the side and the bell next to him. So it's just, it almost feels like a very intimate, almost an acoustic song, even though it's not because they're all sort of like grouped together and out of their normal element. Uh, it's, it's, it's really nice. Yeah. I like how they do it. But to me, like I, I was trying to think of like, are there any other, so I kind of put them, you put them in U2, and I know this band, this other band is, is, doesn't sound like them, but it's similar to me, is I feel kind of the same way with Death Cab for Cutie, where they're almost, it's, again, it's a band that I like. Like, I like the album Plans very much. I think it's a really well-written album. And his lyrics are off the charts good. But he can't, his, he, he, and he sings fine. Um, the, ben, I think, the guy who sings for mm, Death Cab for Cutie. I don't like them at all. But his He's he's not emotive. He doesn't have a good voice. No, that's where they fall short. Yeah, but everything else is kind of cool. I don't like their sound. 
I really like some of their stuff. Like um, this song, uh, What Sarah Said, the lyrics on the song are fucking amazing. Lyrics of this are crazy. Stop whining. Stop whining. That's just, that's, that's just his voice. Yeah, that's I just know, his voice. That's he, not his fault. It's, you know, it's, no, but but that's the thing. It's like so. Coldplay, pop, poppier. I think less creative than uh, than Death Cab. Death Cab's got a more creative sound. Um, Coldplay, terrible lyrics, but fun music. More, way more emotional when he sings. Like a way better voice. Death Cab, more creative, less poppy but just kind of this hollow, unemotional, whiny sound when he sings. So they're all they're, It's like both of these bands are so close. Like if, if death cab had Chris Martin singing for him with those lyrics, they would be, they would be like, no, they're sounds isn't very funny. They're either. fucking, Oh my God, this is the best fucking. I fucking love remainder song rules. so good i really hate them oh i really don't like that's them. too bad plans is a really great album really it's it's them. odd it's a little odd the writing's a little odd but it's really it's really great he, it is he, great he, he annoys me like a few others do his voice <sighs> yeah i understand that if you can't connect to his voice and the whole thing kind of like goes robotic to shit. about the music too i hear like like a lot of that in the background a lot of their shit too no they do like some they're they're more similar to Coldplay than you would think. They do some repetitive stuff, but their repetitive stuff is a little more creative. Yeah. Anyway, so I just see them as kind of a battle. It's sort of a battle of imperfect band of imperfect bands mm. that only if they if they sort of combine the best of their talents, then they would they might generate the perfect band. I see them as the El Paso Chihuahuas of U two. Do you Triple A? Fuck is the oh the El Paso oh that they they are the Chihuahuas of El Paso of El Paso. Who is their who is their San Diego Pirates? Ah, yeah. You would know that. Um, I think that's about it. This is a good song, though. This is a good. This is a good one. This, this is a good I, song. I agree. It I might agree. be might be their best. There's a few that I really. It's a, like. it's a re- like for a, like a song that's like actually like number one hit. Yeah, it's like a real like pop song from that time period. That's pretty up there. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. Where were you? Yeah. So I talked about it on the I Am Legend episode. Uh. I when I got uh, Celtic season tickets oh yeah i kind of tell that story how i got the season tickets uh in that episode if you haven't heard that go check it out uh and um i kind of like talk about kind of the back end of that season now so uh this week i actually went and i looked and this is when the celtics won the playoffs um but when they went won the nba finals in oh yes but so this week was uh game seven uh celtics cavaliers which is the best sporting event the most exciting sporting event i've ever been to before or since uh that was the one where uh, uh paul pierce and lebron kind of dueled yep uh and uh it was basically unbelievable it was bad as exciting uh, as, point of ever, as i've ever seen that must have been an, an, like an amazing environment too to be it was to wild see it. yeah i will say the world i went to the world series uh the matt harvey game five world series mets royals uh which ended up going extra innings um i know the mets lost in five but you didn't know at the time obviously and uh that was about as loud as i've ever heard because it's just more people mm. and it was it was outside it was just it, that was like a more uh, more electric atmosphere barely this is like a this is a close second yeah but this was the most exciting especially the stakes being a game seven too um we're just off the charts it, it was really it, it was a wild time so then i also went to games one and two uh celtics pistons 
um, that next series that the yeah. Celtics would, would later win in six. But I kind of just want to talk about like playoff experience there. So I talked about how when I got the tickets, the Celtics were terrible. Uh, I, got, I got them in the offseason. I, this is my first year having seen tickets, but I got them right after they lost the lottery of Odin and Durant. <laughs> right, so they didn't have the good players yet. They didn't have anybody. Yeah, yeah I got, I got them pretty tiny. I think because of that, I got tickets that were super cheap and sure. affordable for me. Because um, I, I was doing okay at the time, but I was still only 27. I wasn't making real money yet. And um, uh, yeah, so to have that uh, experience all year was fantastic. Like they, and they were obviously they boosted that regular season. They were the number one seed, and they faced the Atlanta Hawks in a seven game series. Oh, that's right. They I won remember the ones at home and lost the ones on the road. Yeah, and the same thing actually happened in Cleveland too. They won all the ones at home, lost the ones on the road. Uh, and uh, and then they faced the the Pistons, and they faced the Lakers. Lakers, that, yeah. which is that NBA Finals uh, experience was out of control. Exciting is Celtics, Lakers, Kobe Bryant, uh, the whole, the whole thing. And you know, you get I'll, certain things that I thought were interesting about going to experience like that. It was, you get so much free stuff. Um, Do you really? Yeah. Wow. That's cool. I, I did, you, you wouldn't you, like, oh, this is how like rich people have all this cool stuff. Like you, you just get stuff just for being now. I had the cheapest seats in the house. I was, but like, but I was almost like had a ticket. So you're almost like invited into like the rich people universe for a sure. little bit. Yeah. And like, yeah, you get like t-shirts for every game. It was just like all this like promo stuff. They give you bags of stuff. You're like, Oh, all right. You know, like it was just constant free stuff. Um, and the, so how that, I want to talk about stuff this Lakers here. So I know it's the following couple weeks, but close enough. Um, so how that it was a six game series. Uh, so this one and six, they won the first game was a Paul Pierce uh, game where he got hurt and then came out of the yes. locker room. Yeah. But the the story now is he actually had to take a, go take a shit. <laughs> that's, that's what, I guess what happened was he had to go take a dump. So where he shit his pants potentially and he kind of oh, landed yeah. on, his, on his ass and they kind of carried him out. <laughs> so, uh, so <laughs> whatever happened, he came back out and he, they won the game. Uh, and uh, game two um, was the Leon Poe game. So Leon Poe was a kind of a backup center and he went in and he had like over 20 points. He had this huge game, uh, played great defense and they won. And then they lost uh so they, they lost three they won four and then lost five. Oh, so they did two one 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 so it was two three two in the finals they go two three oh, two okay so because the Celtics had a better record that year they had the home court advantage so it means they had games one two six and seven so i had tickets to all those games yep how it works the playoffs too is if they don't like for instance the pistons game didn't go the pistons series didn't go seven games they just refund you that money back oh that's cool yeah so um you have they give you oh how it works is you get a book uh, at least back then you get a book of uh obviously for the season tickets you get like a big book and has all the tickets there it's pretty cool it's so cool to get that book every year and the playoffs they send you a separate book that has the uh no matter where so even if they're the eight seed you still will have nba finals tickets even though you know obviously yeah they might not be yeah, used. yeah um so um yeah so when the pistons game didn't happen they like whatever put it i was only paying meanwhile the regular season was like 14 dollars a seat i think at this point they they multiply how it works the playoffs is they multiply the price of the seat so I think the Pistons here is like $36 each. They, they put $72 back on my account or something like that. Still, yeah. Um, and uh, the NBA Finals was like $43 each. A ridiculous price. Yeah, People, people are paying nothing. thousands of dollars for these. Dude, yeah. I went to a regular season game when the Celtics were uh, good a few years ago. And I think I paid 250 bucks for like yeah. good seats. I mean, it's like, what the fuck? Now, I mean, well, I am up in the balcony. I did have the cheap seats. Like I said, I was, I was a young kid still. Uh, and they did keep raising the price. Like every, I only had it for two and a half seasons yeah. total. But every year they kept jacking the price up. It's kind of why I backed out. Plus, I felt like after, honestly after this year, I I stuck around that next year, and then the third year I kind of just sold the tickets. Yeah. I was like, eh, I kind of been there, done that. When they won the title, you're like, ah, eh, what else kind of is there? I saw a banner get raised the next year. I'm like, ah, eh, I'm kind of. It just kind of felt, sure. I don't know. And maybe the team felt like that too. I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah. So I uh, that you had games. Uh, so when they lost, when they won Game Five, it's like, all right, it's three to three one here. 
or three two, you know they're gonna come home and just beat the shit out. Like you just knew they were gonna yeah. take care of business. It was really exciting, and um, I was so excited when I got. When I knew I was like, oh, I could see them clinch. So uh, me and my buddy, we went. Um, my buddy Mike uh, and my uh, buddy Eric. I know Eric listens to the show. Uh, we uh, he actually had season tickets two rows in front of me. Oh, cool. um, yeah, we had gotten roughly around the same time, so he he asked to be in my section. It worked out really well. Uh, so he was kind of feeding off this frenzy too. He had also bought them when they were when they were no good. Uh, we went. We all got uh, dinner before the game. We we head into the game as we're we're heading into our seats. We walk in. We almost run into Bill Simmons uh, of the Ringer, and uh, and Bill's like, "Hey, what do you guys think is going to happen tonight?" And uh, I'm like, I think they're going to win big. It's gonna win, they're going to win big, and they did. It was like I was. I felt really good about that prediction. I was like, yeah. Bill didn't write about me though. No, he, he didn't. Should have though. Probably great moment. Probably great moment for him and his dad were there. Very exciting. Uh, and then he went on to do the ringer and sell out. So it was yeah, kind of a sad. But that moment in time, it was cool to see him. He hadn't sold out quite yet. Uh, and we went. We went. Uh, obviously, saw them win. So my our plan was if they win, we're not going to go home. We're going to walk the street to Boston all night. All night. Yeah, because we figured like we don't know how easy it will be to get home and that whole thing. So um, we they win. They obviously they win. It's incredible confetti. It's incredible. And then they start kind of like they kind of like ask you to leave more or less like we hung around as late as we could now like yeah, oh, yeah, everyone yeah. kind of needs to go. Right, right so uh i lit a cigar in the garden smoked it it's pretty on the way out it's pr- pretty a victory cigar we all have cigars i have some pictures i have some pictures of me and the cigars outside the garden i'm all i'll, I'll post them on on twitter i was very excited it's one of the happiest moments of my life and uh because i had watched the Celtics for years that you know through the rick patino stuff oh, and, and they've been you know, shitty forever. i saw reggie goose die maybe yes, I pass yes. out you know have a heart attack whatever and then you know yeah, we really ha- we really only had the tail end of uh of bird yeah and i i mean I don't really, I don't remember them winning in 86. I just don't. I don't either, really. I kind of no. remember them losing the finals the next year. I saw Bird play, but it was at the end. It was like Me his too. last couple years. Right, you saw him like on the dream teams, they're all backs all fucked up. Yeah, so I'm like, actually, I went to a, I went to a game and he was laying on the floor. That's yes, what you do, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he would lay on the floor yeah. between, and they, he used to, when they uh, would take flights to different, he'd have to lay on the, on, he wouldn't sit down, he'd lay on the floor of the plane. Right, remember, he, yeah, he'd lay there. Yeah. Just, to think back, it's crazy. He, you're right, he, you're a superstar player who spent half the game laying on the floor. <laughs> Uh, right, so we had a deal. You know, we had to watch all that. So we had the, the Rick Pitino stuff, and then yeah. and then we have Antoine come in, but that doesn't quite. You know, they get no. close. They get to the conference champion. You know, the conference finals, but they don't get there. And uh, and then you think you're going to waste Pierce too because they've just been. I know not they, good they, for you know, so the long. Year before I got tickets, I think they won 23 games. Yeah. So it's like oh, fuck, you know. Uh, so to win, it was just it felt so it felt so rewarding. It was a really 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 fun experience. And uh, so we we leave, and now the crowd started to get a little started to get a little wonky it started to get a little yeah. rough you know you hear glass breaking you're like, yeah. yeah and i had been i was in boston when um they won the Sox won in 04 i was early in florida but i flew home actually hmm. and i saw them win uh uh because i wanted to touch fenway park and they won i don't yeah, know why yeah, i wanted to do it but i did yeah. uh so we were right at fenway so when that happened if you remember the week before is when that girl uh snellgrove got shot in the head with a rubber bullet and died mm. so the police were not fucking around so like i got that that night i got uh pepper sprayed i got oh, shit. tear gas i saw a girl get a super soaker of tear gas right in the face really awful what the fuck dude insane i saw kids comedy or a crane in boston was smack it was a wild night um so because of that night we actually did not want to walk the streets of boston we we got trapped into it because we couldn't get home they shut the subways down they shut yeah. restaurants so we're like you know what let's not fuck around let's just walk the street i don't want to fuck around fighting around so that, so we had this plan so when the crowd got wonky outside the garden, we started walking toward Quincy Market. We found a bar, uh, like a, a kind of a basement bar there. Yeah. And um, the girl's like, no, come on. We're closing up. But if you guys want to keep buying drinks and 
give me a lecture tip. You guys can stay here until I close up. So like, great. So we hung out there to like no, 3 a.m. Wow. We was getting drunk. Some guy walked in. He had stolen two of the seats that the coaches sit on. What? Uh, and he, so he's walking around these two um, like folding chairs that have NBA finals and em, em, like emblazoned on them. He's like, I got the chairs. He's, he's sitting Dick. in the chair having a drink. We're all touching the chair. The it, was like, it was such a great. It was, we, were all, we were all. I cannot emphasize how happy I was. I was just. I felt like I was just, yeah, because it's so thrilling to see. It was so awesome to see yeah. like, this whole year, and it was just so much fun. And we ended up just kind of walking. The three of us kind of walked around like Boston until the sun came up, and uh, I jumped in the first subway. You know, when they reopened to go back, go back home. Yeah. Um, but I remember just like walking around, seeing the sun come up in Boston, and just thinking like, this is about as good as it gets. This is a a really great moment. Like, and I I since this day I've never seen. I got like I said I got to go to the World Series. The Mets were there. I got to go to Thursday games, which was amazing. Yeah, but um, they didn't win. You know, I saw the Royals win a World Series. Like, great. Uh, and the Celtics did make the NBA Finals my third year, but I actually sold those tickets. I was like, eh, I was just I wasn't feeling it. I just yeah. got into a breakup, and I'm just yeah. like, eh, I kind of been there, done that. Plus, I thought they were gonna get smoked. By the, they ended up losing in seven games, but they I thought did. they were gonna get worse than that. So I. I was just like, eh. Um, so these are, yeah, I've only been to uh, three NBA final games, but I guess it's more than most. Uh, and uh, it was it was the best sporting event, best sporting season, better than any of the Mets stuff was that one year. And it was the best like sporting moment with the NBA finals. It was, that makes sense. That, and to cap it off, right, that year was amazing because right from Jump Street, they were on they were fire. Awesome. They were a great they team. They won their first game by 30 points against yeah. the Wizards. And you're like, holy shit. And yeah. they, they went on a crazy run. And They did. It was just it was just so much fun. It just felt so, I don't know, it sounds lame, but like almost like pure in a way. I know they just traded for these guys, so I guess it isn't. But it just felt like yeah, but they I, were I on know. a mission. Like, like they were totally jealous. Ray Allen, yes. Pierce, was Rondo. Yes, and it was just it was Kendrick Perkins who I really liked. It was just, yeah. like, it was just like you know I you know they drafted Perkins at a high school, so you had a relationship with him. Uh, Rondo only his second year, but you know Pierce obviously we saw him get only get stabbed to death right. a few years earlier, and it was just. It was just fun. I, I can't, it was just, I don't know if I'll ever enjoy sports that much again. I hope I do, I guess. You know, I'd love to, we always talk about expansion baseball teams. I hope one day an expansion baseball team comes and I can. Yeah, that'd be more fun. I, I think that would be a really fun experience to have that relationship, like watch them suck and then hopefully grow into being great. But there's no guarantee you're ever going to see a title. I mean, look how long it took for the Red Sox or Cubs to win another one. You never, you're not, yeah. you, you no one's guaranteed a title. I mean, the Celtics haven't won since. You no, know? they so, haven't. No. Um, no, I, that run, two thousand four, and then the I think it was the two thousand eleven when when the um, when the Bruins won. Those three years were awesome seasons. Like those three seasons were awesome. And seven, the Red Sox won the World Series, but it was just not as good. It like, wasn't as good. It's just not it as didn't fun. Mean as much. Yeah, right. no, that two thousand four was two thousand four was incredible. Crazy. And then, yeah, and yeah. I'm not a hockey guy, so the eleven they didn't mean anything to me. I love eleven. They, they, the series were. I only been to hockey too. They hadn't won so since awesome. seventy two. So right. I mean, it was uh, a yeah. you know that was a great. Straight. Great, great year. Yeah, that that run, and then I guess it probably for Patriots fans in two thousand one when they beat the yeah, Rangers. Yeah, that, that didn't mean as much. I I like football. Yeah, but uh, it was you know I probably like it more now than I did then. But it, that didn't mean as much to me as yeah. As the, the other I three. meant a lot to a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, and I hope one day my Jets can do it. I mean that's what that's, that would mean a lot to me. But I wouldn't go to. The, it's different basketball. You're going. I went. I went to fifty three games a year. Yeah, you're I invested. Forty one. I went to think I went to thirty seven of the yeah. forty one home games. I went to every playoff game. Right. I you know it just. I, I, it's hard to exp- I, I obviously I didn't feel like I was part of the team, but you feel like you're part of something and yeah. maybe you're not, but maybe you are. And even, you know, you're with the same, it was cool. Like all the season ticket rolls, we all sat together. Oh sure. So like, I know the guy next to me. I know the people in front of me. Like, so you build kind of a communal thing. Like they were stabbed and I sold my tickets in two years. Like they're like, Oh, that sucks. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I might be moving. I know I want to move to New yeah, York. Yeah, or, yeah. I don't know really what I'm doing or, um, uh, and, uh, they were like, like you, you build a community and, 
you know, I would go and grab beers with my friend Eric before like almost every other game. It was just fun. It was just, it was just a, a fun communal experience. I don't know if I'll ever, I hopefully one day I will, but I don't know if sports will ever mean that much again to me. If yeah. I did that yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But this was about, this is one of the happiest times of my, one of the happiest times of my life for sure. Yeah. This year was like one of the definitely top five, 10 years of my life. For there's, sure. been, there's been some positive stories lately, which is nice. A little bit, of a, been, a little right? bit of a change yes. um, from, from what we normally get from, from some here. of the negativity from that comes from me, right? Yes. It's a sad story. <laughs> yeah. it's, it was for me, my whole life has either been really good or really shitty. Like I don't have a lot of, not right now though. For Well, there's the pandemic, but like for, it seems like you've had a nice little oh, uh, stasis run for no, uh, a few uh, years. Oh, right? Yeah. I, 2019 was about as good a year as can get. Yeah. Uh, 2020. I, I mean, we talked about it on air a little bit. Like my 2020 was not terrible. I know no, I got not mad, compared to everybody first, else. Yeah. You know, I, got, I had an amazing wedding. I had a, yeah, a yeah. great honeymoon. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm very happy being married. And, uh, uh, but the pandemic has you know, obviously put a damper on it, but I, I would say I'm much luckier than most there. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, it was, this year kind of is, this seems like kind of a drag, but you know what, you know, a bit more pandemic shit, you're kind of burnt out with it. Yeah, you are. Oh man. I, are, it sucks. I know everyone's feeling the same thing. Plus January just, it's kind of depressing anyway. That's kind of why we picked to get married in January. Oh, because at least we have fun to do. Yeah, and then you do a honeymoon and get the fuck out of here, right? We we would have gone away. uh, Our anniversary would have gone away. Some, you know, either New York or something for some. You know, we would have done something for our anniversary. Totally. We don't have kids or anything, so you can just kind of pick up and go. But like, where to fucking go? Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it kind of sucks. All right. Hey, what are you gonna do? I know everyone's in the same boat. So yeah. News. Sure. So this uh, actually a few days. I'm I'm a little bit off too. A few days before this, Mm -hmm. um, the Sichuan earthquake happened in uh, China. Which was was a huge fucking deal. It was sixty nine thousand people died, three hundred seventy five thousand injuries, five million homeless, and it created the most ever recorded environmental hazards that were like a secondary cause. Mm. So two hundred thousand landslides. It made eight hundred new lakes because fucking wow. sediment came down and landslides yeah, came yeah. down and blocked off rivers and shit. And now you've got all these new fucking lakes. Um. It was it, just just a huge thing, and I I remember too because so I remember that happening because I'm in California, and then I think it was the year after this, the another earthquake hit the Pacific, and we were worried about a tsunami hitting yeah. fucking the coast of California, and I'm you know I'm like that's scary because yeah. I yeah it happened, and then I woke up in, I think I woke up in the morning and we we're like we don't know if uh we don't know if it this will create a tsunami, but if it does, it might go right through the you know the peninsula mm. into the bay, and like I'm pretty close we're close to the water uh so like back to back we had these crazy like crazy fucking earthquakes and tsunamis and shit uh the first ever recording of a supernova takes place supernova sn 2008d so a supernova is of course when a a star goes crazy and fucking Mm. blows up this thing shut up 88 million light years away, the mm. force was so violent, it caused a massive expansion to this thing at 10,000 kilometers per second. Oh, you know what that one, means? One, one thousand. It's two, one thousand. Three, one thousand. That uh, means in four seconds, it'd be around the, be around the world. Holy shit. <laughs> That's so cool. You I don't like, like, I like any a, space I like at all. Chevy Novas. Remember, remember the Chevy Novas? I had a one. Car. You had a Chevy Nova? But I, I had one that was from the early 90s, so it was a little bit really? different. It was kind of a boxier. You still had them? Yeah, they did. It was a bo- Maybe, it, actually, it might have been an 88. It was a boxy one because the Novas used to be that hatchback, kind of like this longer hatchback one, right? I think so, yeah. Actually, they've been around for a long time. I think they were om- almost like Cadillac style for a while, too, in like maybe the 70s. Yes, how I'm. That's how I remember them, like in the late seventies. They, but their body changed a bit. Uh, so I had a very boxy Chevy Nova. It had no fucking balls at all. Like, didn't go anywhere. It's really, really. I had shitty. a neighbor two doors down in Long Island. They both, the mom and the dad, both drove uh, Ford Pintos. 
Why? Why? Why would you do that? The dad worked at a bank. And Molly was a homemaker. They had a nice enough house, I guess. It was like, you know, decent house. You know, it was just very really separate. Like their Pinto. But they really, they really were big fans they were of the Pinto. It. They were really doubled down on the Pinto. Not Two, into four it. Pintos. <laughs> this house. Um, <laughs> and then this week, an independent indiv- uh, investigation into $8.2 billion spent uh, from the Defense Department in Iraq showed that only 5% of it could be accounted for. 5%. Didn't know where the other fucking... 7.5 billion went to. Mm. Oh. Oh. A crazy thing is happening in the Middle East. That's what, been what the can news. You do? What can you do? Jesus, for 20 uh, years. We are back. Uh, on Wednesday. Well, we're back on tomorrow. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, well, right, if, if you're a patron, if you're a patron, join us. If you're a patron tonight. Or sign up to be off. a patron. You can just do the $1 if you want to do the fucking face off with us. We'll do yep. it. We'll do uh, it. And then on Sunday, if you're the $5 or above, you get, uh, we're doing Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yes, that's right. Uh, and then next week, we have some exciting news. We're having our very first Patreon fan picked week. That's right. Uh, Justin Jones. That's right. Uh, we'll put his Twitter handle uh, when we announce the week, uh, you know, on the, on, the, on the site. He says he won't. Do a tweet, tweet it. We can tweet at him. We tweet him. at him. Tweet at him. All right, good. Uh, and uh, here's the week Justin's picking. You ready for this? I'm ready. June 21st through 27th, 1987. Okay. I'm going to say this. I think he's picking a week here that people are going to like. Uh, Wednesday show, Spaceballs. Yep. I want to dance with, <laughs> I want to dance with somebody, Whitney Houston. Yes. Saturday show, Predator. Yes. The Arnold version, not the shitty one of, we, yeah, we talked about on the Patreon show. Right. Uh, one a Dead or Alive. Yep. Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. And then the Patreon show will be Dragnet. It's the Tom Hanks, Dan Aykroyd movie. <laughs> yep. And the song is In Too Deep. I forget who sings that though. That is Genesis. Oh, okay. It might, that's right. I it, think it, that's it still Genesis, not just Phil Collins. I think that's Genesis. Yeah. And one or the other. It's either Phil Solo or Genesis. I think it's Genesis. I think it's Genesis. I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Spaceballs, Predator, and Dragnet. We are back on Wednesday with Spaceballs. I think Justin picked a good week. He did, yeah. Those, a are, solid. those are all fun to talk happy. about. I think people yeah. like that. Cool. Uh, see you on Wednesday. See you.